The Beer EDU Podcast, Episode 3, Educational Conferences. Welcome to the Beer EDU Podcast, the podcast for educators that love to learn and share ideas with fellow educators over beers, with your hosts, Kyle Anderson and Ben Dixon. Hey, Ben, good afternoon. Hey, Kyle, what's up? Another day, another beautiful day. Yes. I'm looking out um, over, over Reno right now, and uh, it's not real hazy from the smoke uh, this no. week. Looks Not it's real all. nice today. So nice breeze. We're sitting outside. We've we've figured out that recording outside seems to be the best way to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I like this whole thing. And uh, I'm willing once the snow starts flying <laughs> to do it too. But we'll just, I guess <laughs> we'll it'll depend. See we'll how see. That goes. Yeah, it'll be one, the day we decide to record outside. Then will be the the day yeah. of the frozen rain with uh, 40 mile an hour it, winds. If, as long as the storm doesn't come from the east. We're okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, if it's from the west, we can just watch it all fly over the house here. So, but um, so uh, introductions. Yeah. So yeah, I'm Kyle Anderson, half of the Beer Edu podcast team. You can find me on Twitter at Anderson EdTech. You can also check out my blog at www.andersonedtech.net. How about you, Ben? I'm um, Ben, the other half, Ben Dixon, um, other half of Beer EDU. You can follow me at bdixonnv on Twitter and also check out my blog, bdixonnv at dot wordpress.com, although I don't think I've updated it in quite a while. And then Sorry. we're also we're also on Facebook. We are on Facebook. Which we are we are Facebooking live right we now. We are. So we're hoping that we can do the live feed on Facebook while we do these more often. So you'll get to basically see us type and banter a little bit ahead of time. But um, once we start recording, you can actually see yes. the you can see the episode in the making. So it's kind of like the uh, how the sausage is made, as they like oh, to say. Yeah. So, but um, what are you drinking today? Okay, so uh, I am drinking a Saint Archer. Uh, beer, uh, St. Archer Brewery out of San Diego, and they did a, uh, a special brew for actually my local grocery store, which has a growler station, which is probably a bad idea, but it, it, it it's super cool. They did one called Peavine Haze, and it is a... Um, it's an IPA, um, I think. Um, it's it's It tastes similar to an IPA. Um, it... I, wish I could tell you what the IBUs on are on it, but I didn't write that down, and it's not on their website. It's not even on um, the, It's not on Untapped either. Yeah, there was untapped. very little info on it, but... Yeah. Um, I think it's because it's a, you can only get it in Growlers, and uh, so Peavine Mountain, uh, if you're not from here, is basically this mountain that I live on the foothills of, and it's behind us. Um, and so it's really kind of like a, a, a local a local thing so um yeah. super good uh kind of fruity um yeah pretty tasty um but again limited run only available in growlers so that's about it how about you you have a special beer though. i i you do have a special super- beer so a few weeks ago we talked about this a little bit in the last episode where we had somebody on twitter um talk to us loving the idea of the podcast and was wondering if they could send us some beer which we gladly so absolutely you can send us right. some beer so so john wells from indiana he went to one of his favorite breweries in Indiana, a place called Fountain Square Brewing Company. Right. Um, it's in Indianapolis. And he sent us a pale ale called Hop for Teacher. 
Yes. Okay, so kind of a play off of the uh, Van Halen song. Great Van Halen song. Great Van Halen song. So I actually, uh, eruption leading into, no, that didn't go into Hot Uh, for Teacher. That was, so that was with, um, you really got me. Yeah. So, but either way, Van Halen, okay, we can all agree Van Halen's great, even though I'm getting confused in their songs right now. So, but um, I actually have not tasted this beer yet. I'm actually going to taste it. I've been saving it. I'm going to taste it for the first time right now, but it's a pale ale, so it's going going to have a little bit of hoppiness it's going to have a little bit of maltiness to it so i'm actually going to taste right now for the first time and that is not disappointing that is uh definitely got the maltiness got kind of like a a caramely taste to it a little bit of biscuity almost um the hops a little bit of fruitiness in the hops a little bit of the earthiness in hops not sure what kind of hops they used in this one but um Definitely got that piney, earthy, a little bit of citrus to it. So, um, John, thank you very much yeah. uh, for that gift. So, um, we Ben and I split it up so we each have some yep. in the got fridges at, at the saving home. Saving mine. So. And then I like there's instructions on this beer. Identify life moment. Two, bring perfect beer. Three, be the hero. Well, That's right now, much good. this is a life moment where I think this would be the perfect beer for awesome. this moment. And uh, I, I would say be the hero. I'm being the hero. You're but no, the hero. John's being the hero yes, for sending this to us. he's definitely so. the hero. So thanks again, Shout John. Out. So, um, But as for the IBU and ABV on this one, this one is 6.1% ABV okay. and then 45 IBUs. So um, definitely a little bit higher on the IBUs for pale ale. They tend yeah. to be a little lower than that. But... Um, no, this is definitely an excellent beer. So, John, thanks again. So, yeah, thanks, man. All right. So, why don't we get into our topic for the week? We're going to talk yes. a little bit about educational conferences. Yeah. For Stick sure. around. Hey, so this week we're going to talk a little bit about educational conferences, a little bit of yeah. why you go, what right. do you get out of those, and then some of our favorites that we've been to, and then some upcoming ones yes. as well we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, so. we'll plug some that I think people should definitely check out. But I think. I think a lot of people ask Kyle. They'll, they'll want to know, like, why why spend that that money? And I know, I know, as you look at districts and budgets, um, budgets are tight, and so a lot of people will spend their own personal money to go I to know. conferences. And some of them get they can get really yeah, expensive. Yeah. So the one that you and I were talking about before we started recording was ISTE. Yes, that's the yeah. big one. It alternates mm-hmm. cities every year. I'd love to go to ISTE. I would. Lo- I've never been because <laughs> it be it com- becomes one of those things where it's always in a major city. Yes, this it is. past summer it was in. Chicago yep. next year it's in Philadelphia yep. 20 some thousand people go to ISTE it becomes one of those deals where do you make your rent slash mortgage payment or do you go to the conference yes. you know unless you're saving throughout the year right. to do it because the last time I priced going to ISTE it was literally going to cost me like two thousand yeah. dollars to do I, it I, here's the thing though I have I have talked to people who have gone and it is it's worth the money absolutely it really is it is I've heard the same so thing. I think I think especially now um we're not going to say you know what one's better than the other or anything like that. We're just going to share some of the ones that we've gone to. But I definitely, I I have heard ISTE is is legit. It is a mm-hmm. it is really well done, well run, great great sessions. That's and that's always the other thing is like sometimes you, you sessions that sound good maybe in the in the conference uh, handouts and things like that you get there and you're like eee! but I've never heard that about ISTE. Everybody right. I've talked to. No, I mean they're very they really scrutinize the sessions yeah. that they accept for that. Yeah. So so but, why would you even go yeah. to a thing like ISTE okay. though? Right. So I think I think the number one thing that people people go to is is to learn new skills. And and we've talked about that is like why why go to the conference? Like what are you going to get out of it? 
I would go the sessions that I've gone to at other conferences definitely learn something new. Yeah. So right. whether it's a new tech tool or something, yes. Learn more about that tool. Maybe it's something you heard of before. Yeah. Maybe it's something you've never heard of. Right. But learning how to use a new tool. And then I like going to the intermediate sessions after I've learned one. Right. How do I apply this tool now? So okay. Because the tech tools, they're only as good as how you can use them and the benefit right. that students are going to get from them. So you could talk all day about how you could use Google Docs and learn how to use a Google right. Doc. But really, what's the benefit for your students right. once you've learned how to use that and Google Doc? I Definitely. Th when you look at like different tools and coaching tools, things like that, I've, I've been to different conferences, uh, leadership conferences, um, and, and I always look for something like, what is something, what is something new that I want to try? Something I've heard about. Um, I don't, I don't tend to go to, I don't tend to go to sessions on things that I've either, I've either already read about or something. I kind of look for something new. Right. Something. Yeah. Or if it's something that I've already read about and it's just something I'm not really understanding. Okay. So I that can tell sense. you over the past few years, I've gone to countless um, sessions on HyperDocs because I just could not really grasp the whole right. design and right. the benefit behind it. So I'm I'm happy to say that now I feel a lot okay. more comfortable with the, with HyperDocs. But that's one I've definitely gone to a lot of sessions on because I just was not really okay. grasping the whole deal. So yeah, for sure. I, I yeah I will do that too if there's something I ne I need to know more about. The other thing I think and, and we uh, I think for me and I don't know about you but uh, actually I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. We talk about networking with people. So we both pretty active on social media things like that i think i love the fact at conferences that i get to like actually face to face with people um that i just interact with on social media absolutely and and what i find the best part about that too is that you don't have that awkward hi my name is kyle thing <laughs> it's like it's like you already know the person even right. though you're meeting in person right. for the right. first time and um it's been a lot more of like brothers don't shake hands brothers got a hug kind of deal right. almost sometimes when you meet people because you're finally you feel like you've interacted with them for so long that you finally are meeting them for the first time right. in real life and it's you don't have that so but yeah that whole networking piece is huge i mean there's times i've gone to conferences where i've um skipped going to a session because here's 12 people yeah. that are just sitting here taking a break and you can learn yes. so much just from talking to people and networking with them for an hour or yep. two versus going to a session. And nothing against sessions yep. that are going on at that time, but sometimes you get a lot of benefit out of that networking oh. piece. Oh, for sure. I, I was so lucky uh, a couple of years ago at a conference to connect with uh, a bunch of people that I interact with on um, Lead Up Chat, one of the, the big chats runs on Saturday mornings. And uh, we were super lucky. Uh, Doug Reeves, author of countless education books was there and uh and he did a he did like almost like a meet and greet for us and uh nice and you know bought us all drinks and stuff like that so it, i think those opportunities that that is a that is a thing that's not advertised in a conference like but i think it's an added benefit of a conference for sure for sure so and i tell you sometimes we've all been through this as an educator where you really are just kind of down. You start questioning yep. why you're doing what you do and whether you should continue. Burnout. Yep. Burnout. You go to a conference and <laughs> you come out of that, whether it's a one day or a three day, and you're oh, rejuvenated. Yeah, you sure. know why you're doing it and you're ready to hit the ground running once again. So there's been different times where I, I'll say that last year, um, before going to a major conference that I went to, I was in that boat. I'm like, man, why am I doing this? And then I got back from those three days, and I was completely rejuvenated again and just ready to roar once again. I, 
I, I definitely think that is that is a benefit of, of conferences. And I wonder, too, when you look at some of these conferences, when they schedule them. I mean, some of the ones we're going to talk about, I, I think that is very purposeful when they've scheduled these conferences. Because I think we're all super jacked up at the beginning of the year. We're super motivated. It's a little later on when mm-hmm. things, you know, like like this is a this is a challenging job. I mean, no matter what, it is a challenging job. So I think anytime you can get that inspiration and motivation, and that's that's a bonus. Well, that's a perfect segue because yep. um, the the timing of the Q yes. National Conference there it's always in mid March. That's our first one. It's, it's we are right, about. right. It's right around St. Patty's Day every year. It's in Palm Springs, California. Seven thousand some people show yep. up to this thing, and that's exact. The timing of it yes. couldn't have been better. So. It's mid-March. You're at that point where you may or may not have had spring break yet. Right. You're starting to get that end-of-the-year burnout a little right. bit. And then, like I said, with me last year, it was more about just starting to question, man, why am I doing right. this? Right. And I went to that conference, and I showed up on that Monday after that conference just amped. Ready to just go. Just ready to you go. Pl- yeah. Got me, through the, got me through the rest of the year and, and, and really set a good base for this coming right. year that we're in the middle of right now. So so what's what's give us a little overview like what is the what's the what's the reason that I want to go to Q? Um it's really just because of the sheer amount of stuff that you can get right. out of it. So okay. it could be going to sessions on new tech tools, it could right. be going to sessions on learning how to use tools better. Right. And then there's a but and it, it addresses every aspect of education. There's sessions for primary grades. Right. There's sessions for just kindergarten. There's sessions for leadership, administration. Cool. So how you can be a better administrator in the technology that we have available to us now. So there's just so many choices to go to it. And then because I've been to it several times now, again, that networking right. piece, I'm starting to meet people. I'm starting to become friends with some of these people. And um, we network there in person. That networking continues after the fact. And but there's just so many great opportunities for learning when you're there. And I I like to say that that drive home afterward is the worst, but it's the best <laughs> at the same time because your brain is just so overloaded right. when you're done with it that you know that you got some great stuff. You can't wait to do it. But right. at the same time, you're just so tired and the drive back is just <laughs> your it, brain. Your brain's full. Yeah. You're just sure. it's a brutal drive right. back. And and um. I've had times driving back from that one in the past where I pulled over and took a nap for half an hour on the side of the road because I just couldn't handle it. So, but at the same time, it was great cool. once I got home. I, I, and I have always, I, I've always wanted to go, but it always falls the same time as a conference that I'm going to talk about. So, so yes. the conference that, that I've, I've been to this conference multiple times. So the one that I, that my wife and I, who's my wife, who's also an educator, we we love going is um, ASCD. So if you're not familiar with ASCD, they are the Association for Supervision and Curriculum Development. They are the huge publisher. I mean, they publish. They have Ed Leadership magazines. They publish tons of books. Marzano's books, Doug Reeves. Um, they they are quite prolific in what they do, and so they run their big national conference same weekend so this this year it is uh 16th i believe through uh let me bolt my notes 16th through the 18th in chicago which i can think of worse cities to go to for a conference yeah and and st patty's day in chicago i have been there for this same conference in chicago it kind of rotates around but um so it is huge. It is a massive conference. There are 
so many sessions from so many amazing people. Um, I've had opportunities to see uh, Dweck there, Carolyn Dweck, talk about uh, growth mindset. I've seen Marzano there. Um, he's presented there. And these are just like regular sessions. These aren't really even the big keynotes. Um, well, I, I saw that, the keynotes for yeah, this year. So, you had some great names in education. Then you yes. had some you're kind of wondering where they're thinking yeah. at, but actually at the same time though, this well, person does a lot of great things. Yeah. So. so so like this year, their big keynote, um, Ron Clark. So a lot of people know who Ron Clark's Essential 55. Uh, so Ron Clark, educator, he's one of the keynotes. Um, then there's another general session uh, with uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin, who I probably should know more about, but I don't. But then the one that I was like, whoa. Yeah, I questioned this one, but at the same time, because of his philanthropic, oh, yeah. philanthropic work, yes. which I can't talk, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, Kelso is presenting. Kelso from that 70s show. <laughs> which I am super interested to see him talk. I mean, yes, the guy has seriously put his money where his mouth is. Yeah. So I think he's done a ton of work for education from what I understand. So excited. Um, that's one. And then we were scrolling through some of these other names. And then we came across, um, and I got to find it, but I'm pretty sure that I saw... I don't know where it is because now I'm looking at the website. I mean, so there's a luncheon with James Carville and his wife, Mary Mat Matlin. So, yeah, yeah, that one there is um, I'm that's, that's to intriguing see. to go to. I, so if I, you end up going there this year, please yes. take take so, studious notes in that session. I will. I'm So I'm pretty sure. Oh, and then this got me super. This has made my decision right here. Sir Ken Robinson is presenting. Yeah, I it's hard to top that I, one. I gotta go. So, so that's one that I go to. Same reason as you. Um, there are so many great sessions. I, I have yet. I've been multiple times, and I've yet to, uh, to find myself in a session where I'm like, okay, this isn't for me. I mean, those happen. I've I've been to other conferences where yeah, you vote with your feet when that yeah, happens. I mean, no, I mean, speakers know yeah. that that's the kind of deal. It just maybe not be for yeah. you. So you walk out, yeah. you go to another session. Right. And you and I both presented at conferences. And I don't get bothered by that. No. no. Somebody it's, sits in my session for five minutes and yep. then comes by and then leaves. That's fine. It's um, just not what they need at that time. I presented at one a few months back. Somebody that I know came in, sat down five minutes, they got up and left. And she actually came up to me afterwards <laughs> she's like, and tried to explain herself. I'm like, I'm like, you, you don't have to do that. No. Like, I get it. Like, it just wasn't for you. So. Yeah. Or it's stuff you've already had. So, right. All right. So, what's what's your other one? I really, really enjoy going to any of the ed tech team summits that they cool. put on. So right. now they typically they focus on Google tools, um, yes. but they sometimes will do some more specialized ones. Where I've been to one where it's for geared towards Apple products. So okay. using the iPad, MacBooks, right. um, iPods back in the day yeah. in in schools and then how and the different tools that you can use using Apple products. Cool. And then they also put on one day boot camp sessions where right. schools can bring them in and they will get a staff of people Google certified. Level oh, one wow. or level two, which is Ooh. really nice. But um so yeah, they tend to do more of the Google stuff. Okay. But um those are great. I've been to, I think I've been to at least eight of those. Wow. Yeah, they're, and I've presented at most of them. Okay. So cool. those are always a great time. In fact, there is one coming up that we're going to uh, plug here in a few minutes yep. here in Northern Nevada. Yes. So if you're in Northern Nevada, Northern California, and you're looking, we're going to give you some information on a Google Summit coming here 
very shortly. But that's a, that's one too where this one is more intimate though. Whereas okay. these two conferences we talked about before, oh, yeah. those are several thousand people. Yes, these typically have usually like two to three hundred maybe. Okay, is all. So they're a lot more intimate. The sessions are a little smaller. You don't have as much choice in sessions right. like you would at those, but you still get like eight to ten choices per session time that's uh, to yeah, go that's to. Good. So, and then they build in a lot of networking time. Mm-hmm. I think between sessions they give a half an hour usually. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it gives you that time to decompress, to, right. network a little ask, bit, ask, ask some questions. questions. Okay. Yeah, the presenters are usually really great about sticking around and answering oh, questions. Cool. So, um, so I can't say enough good things about the EdTech Team Summits right as on. well. So. Um, so, looking at that, then we're going to move on and uh, give you a few ideas at some conferences yeah. that are coming up here. So, well, and if you have like, if people out there you're listening, and you're like, oh, you guys need to check out, or I want to, you know, I, you want to plug a conference you're presenting at or something, then shoot us an email at beeredupodcast at gmail dot com or tweet us at. Uh, our edu pod yeah and um let us know because we're we would love to share uh what are other people doing what are great conferences out there because there are so many so hey let's move on to the next piece all right stick around right so in this week's section on learning about beer we're going to talk to you a little bit about what is an ipa ben what does ipa stand for stands for india pale ale and the reason why it's an India Pale Ale, sometimes people are like, oh, because it's made in India. No, it's actually because back in the day when the British were colonizing the Indian subcontinent, right. they, of course, wanted to have their beer. Yes. So, And then it took usually about six months for that ship to leave England and then sail around the Horn of Africa. Right. And then through the Indian Ocean to finally get to India. And by the time they got there, the beer was spoiled. Right. They couldn't drink it. So it was useless. So they started, the brewers started experimenting a little bit. And they realized that adding more hops kind of gave it a preservative type quality. So the beer would last a little bit longer. And by the time they got it to India, the beer was still good. So you had this hoppier concoction of beer that actually survived the trip now. So that's where it came from. Well, well, American brewers kind of took it to a new level. Right. So a typical British Indian Pale Ale IPA is not nearly as hoppy as the ones that we know here in America. So um, the West Coast style IPA, that's the real common, really super hoppy ones. Right. That Stone Brewing, Sierra Nevada Brewing. Nikasi um, does a great one. Nikasi. So a lot of your California, Oregon, Washington brewers, they really kind of took it to a new level with the West Coast style. Well, then if you go to the other coast, um, you have the New England style, which is that one that's real popular right now. That's that hazy IPA. Okay. They don't typically tend to be as hoppy, in my opinion. Right. Those are the ones, though, that have that, like, almost juicy character. Yeah. So definitely the the Peavine Haze that I've been sampling today, that's definitely in that style. Right. And then yesterday, I was enjoying some of the Four Reading with Love from Lead Dog, the one that we talked right. about last week. I was having that, and that's one that... You look at these beers and you can't see through them. They're real right, hazy, right. but they also have a lot of fruit, tropical, yeah. and hop characters yeah. to them as well. But then you've got a lot of other styles of IPA too. Um, the fruit ones, like the grapefruit IPAs. Yeah. And then I've not really had them yet, but there's these new ones that are called, they call milkshake IPAs. Whoa. They tend to be, they're hoppier. They tend to have a fruity character to them, but then they add the lactose like a milk oh, stout would, so then right. it has like a creamier taste to it. So I've not really had a milkshake IPA yet, but those are starting to come become more okay. popular as well. So it, It's definitely, IPAs definitely are the most popular 
craft beer. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, if you go to a brewer and they don't have an IPA, I honestly don't think they're probably going to last too long. <laughs> That's so, probably true. That is probably very true. Lucky for you and I, we absolutely love our yep. IPAs. Yes, so hopefully you learned a little bit this week on the IPA or the India Pale Ale. All right, so this week's for our shout-outs, we're actually not shouting out people this week. It's shouting nope. out events. So kind of goes with our topic. Absolutely. So we got there's a lot of events coming up yes. that um, are they're going to be great events. And I'm really looking forward. I get to actually go to all of these events yes. that we're shouting out. So on September 22nd in Roseville, California, is the CapQ Tech Fest. Yes. So big event that that is CapQ. Their affiliates, major event they do every mm-hmm. year. So there's going to be several hundred people there. It's going to be a great day of learning down there. I'm going to be presenting on Pear Deck yeah. at that um, event next week. We are recording this a week away from that event. Yes. So definitely looking forward to that one. And before I forget, all of these events we are plugging here, there's going to be links in the show notes yes. for registration yes. and more information we'll as well. Add, we will add those in. So another event two weeks from now, September 29th and 30th in Las Vegas, is the Q Nevada Silver State Technology Conference. Right. That is Q Nevada's big event. Mm -hmm. Um, As vice president of that organization, I'm going to tell you it's going to be great. So, Ben, you did some work with us for a while there. As a a former board member, yes, it will be. And actually, we did did one up north a few years ago, up here. And I I think they're great events. Always have good uh, presenters. I think what's really cool about these events, and I I know having worked with you on the board and everything, is bringing in not just, you know, there's always a great keynote. There's always, like, somebody, a, a really good name. But having local people, I think, present, I mean, that's... Right, and That's one of your one of your colleagues is actually yes. one of the keynotes. Yeah. Uh, Tara Graves yep. is going to be keynoting uh, the the event here in a couple weeks down For in sure. Las Vegas. So yes, we typically we like to try. We've had keynotes from outside before. Right. This year we're trying to go more of the local cool. affiliate based ones, mm-hmm. and then we do like to try to get people that present that are teachers within the area as well, just because. I think people buy into information a little bit more when yeah. they see it's actually people that they right. could have a connection with. Right. So it, um, it also makes it. I think what what's nice is then you have a you have a connection within either your district or your area that you can go to. I mean, it's not like, I mean, there it is a great. It's great to see national speakers and things like that. But I think there's the other side of it is it's great to have somebody you know either down the hall right. or in the building down the street that you can ask. Hey, I need to know more about. This. Absolutely. So, so great networking yep. opportunity. And then October thirteenth and fourteenth, Fall Q. Yes. That is Q's other big event. You yes. had the spring one, the one that was like right. seven thousand. This right. one's a little smaller. It's in American Canyon, which is Napa. Yes. Pretty basically. much. Yeah. So it it's at a high school there. This one typically I believe it's about twelve hundred they usually right. have, but it is very similar to the big one down in Palm Springs. It's just on a smaller scale. Right. Um lots of great sessions, lots of great presenters. Um and it's Napa. Yeah. Napa, it's a cool I, one. I could think of worse places yeah, to go for, for sure. a conference. So, and we mentioned the EdTech Team yeah. Summits um, earlier in the podcast here. There's one coming up in Carson City, Nevada, here on December 8th and 9th. So, super excited about that one. Yeah. So, the, I know, I believe this is the third year in a row okay. they've done the one cool. here. Um, Las Vegas, I know they usually do one down there mm-hmm. in January. It's usually that weekend between the conference championships right. and the Super Bowl. Okay. That off weekend, that's when they usually do the one in Vegas. So, 
We'll definitely put some uh, links to the show notes yep. here for all these events if you're interested in more info or registering yeah. to go. And I will be presenting at three of those four yes, events. Yes, you will. <laughs> I'm presenting at CapQ Tech Fest, the Fall Q1, and the Google Summit in Carson City. Okay. I'm not presenting at the Silver State one because I'm going to be working yes. the event, so I will not have That's time true. to present. Right on. So, yeah, definitely those are some shout-outs for, for events coming up. Uh, kind of local events, but, I mean, if you're in Northern California – uh, Northern Nevada, even and Southern Nevada, even Southern California, definitely check those out. We're one big happy family yep. as Californians and Nevadans. Well, and then uh, you know, normally I I like to plug uh, Teach NV Chat uh, Sunday night. I like to tell everyone about that. If you're going to join us um, this week, if you're listening to this today, tonight's topic we're talking about best of Ed chat. So so we look around and see what are other people talking about on their Twitter chats, and then we. We take maybe one of their their questions and retweet it out, and then also give them a plug for for their chat, kind of kind of build that community. Hashtag um, better together. Yep, for sure. And then also we have Nevada Ed Chat Monday nights. Um, did you jump onto that one last week? Yes, I did. I was kind of at the end of it. Yeah, I was. Yeah. A, I unfortunately had to miss that one because yeah. we had open house in my right. school, so I did not get a chance to yeah. get onto it. And then I. I'm bad. I didn't get a chance to go back and look at it either, but I'm sure it was great. Yep. So that's Snow, always a good chat. He does, they do a great job. So a 7 p.m. Pacific, uh, check out hashtag NV Ed Chat. So it shouldn't, I would say Nevada Ed Chat. Yeah. It's hashtag so. NV Ed Chat. Um, check them out for sure. Yeah. And then, um, so next episode, yes. what do you think here? So tell you what, I know I'm going to be super busy because I'm yeah. out of town next two weeks doing yep. conferences. And then I know. You know, you're an administrator. I, you got some I stuff got on your some plate stuff right going now. On, and then I, unfortunately, that same weekend you're at Q. I will actually be where you are, but I am doing a mountain bike race. So, so I'll so, be doing that. But we're not sure what are we. What yeah. We're so do. maybe after your race, maybe yep. we can figure something out. We, we can record something and uh, meet up, and then. We are starting to look at trying to figure out how we're going to get some guests on the podcast, yes. too. So start looking for information on that here pretty soon. Uh, you could sign up mm-hmm. probably a Google form. Yeah, that's we'll just what Google we form. do. But I, I think, and if you're you're interested, you can always uh, direct message either one of us or the the, the Beer EDU pod uh, Twitter handle. Um, you can email us. But yeah, we would love to have guests on. Um, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we come up with some ideas around topics. And if that's something you're interested in, and, shoot us a message. And guests also. We're yeah. thinking maybe too, maybe you pick the topic yeah. and uh, share your expertise with us and we that can learn awesome. together. So, so okay. we may be a couple weeks out before another episode, yeah, but uh, sure. we will definitely be back here in the next few weeks. So in the meantime, Ben, thanks a lot for another good one. Until next time. May the malts and the hops be with you. Right on. Mm-hmm.